0: Welcome to Brick House with Bob Johnson and Matt Baker. Hey, we're back with part two of our NBA gambling over-unders Western Conference edition. We got Bjorn back, Matt Baker, I'm Bob Johnson. Pleasure to be here. You know where to find us, Twitter, Instagram, BrickHousePodcast.com. Classic. Let's get right back into it. If you listen to our Eastern Conference finals, you'll know that we are making our best bets. Picking five teams in the NBA that we feel most confident in betting their season totals. But before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk about a couple other betting topics. Bjorn, did you have a winner, any skin in the game in Ice Cube's Big 3 tournament? Were you following the odds and the summer retired NBA players
1: league? I did not have a winner, sadly, and I sadly did not watch any games. But I'll tell you who the real winner was here. <laughs> ice cube because they have a big 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 rating pop on the, the championship ice cube was the winner <laughs> i like it
0: the championship was the only game i watched and power won with i think it was cory mcgetty muhammad abdul raouf and big baby davis nice i tuned in for big baby i got a lot of muhammad abdul raouf i was happy
1: you know what Cube should do if anyone if anyone's listening to this and knows cube here's my tip for him so the next time like a brandon jennings or a Mi- type dude comes along where he's like i'm gonna go play overseas instead of go play college for a year they should get that guy to go play in the the big three right before he goes there because the victory is right after the draft i would say you should do it before the draft but obviously you can't do that yeah so no, you or... should play in the big three and get exposure and it would, it would be like a win-win because you'd have like a really good player who would be like really dynamic like imagine brandon jennings when he was 18 like out there playing that thing it'd probably be pretty fun to watch i'd imagine
0: that's really smart or you could go after the college players who lose their eligibility for taking cash. Yeah. Brian Bowen. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. DeAndre Ayton be tearing up the, the big three league. Billy Preston. So another thing that we might be able to see some bets on soon, I don't know if you guys see, but this season, for the first time, the NBA is going to allow players to wear shoes of any color during any game. Oh, I, wow. I was not aware that this was previously prohibited i did not know that either seems like well, they're of wearing different color like, shoes every day a
1: famous michael jordan story where they wouldn't let him wear shoes nike was like yeah 33 years ago off. yeah i
0: remember that but
1: <laughs> how soon beyond? Well, I, think you... it's, I think it's like a it's like a what do you call it like a home away thing but now everyone can just wear whatever colors they want as opposed to like dark colors and uh lighter colors i think right? ah gotcha
0: how soon do you think before we see sneaker color prop bets
1: I bet very soon uh, uh, offshore. I don't think that will ever be a thing like a legal place because a lot of times I'm pretty sure the legal betting in the U.S. is going to be like it has to come off box scores. So you you can't bet on how long the national anthem takes in a Las Vegas sports book or what color the Gatorade is in the Super Bowl. Those type of bets you can only bet offshore.
2: Because they can fix that?
1: Uh, it's cause it's like integrity thing with the, and they, and they need it to be like in, in the box where like an actual official stat. Okay. I bet they'll have that on, on uh, offshore books for sure. Cause you can bet anything on the offshore books.
0: <laughs> can you bet on how many NBA players are caught on camera laughing at Fergie's rendition of the star spangled oh, banner? So good. Um, okay. So another big bet, a fun future bet besides, you know, picking the over unders for these teams is the MVP odds. I always like to look at these in the off season. You know, pick uh, three or four guys that end up being wrong. <laughs> do you have a prediction for MVP? I guess it's two questions for you, Bjorn. Do you have a prediction for who's going to win the MVP this year? And do you have any guys that uh, you like their value that you might suggest just putting a wager down because of the odds that are are given right now?
1: I'm gonna bet. I did bet on Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Plus 1,100. It's a plus 1,100 on Bo so We'll use that. Now, I bet on Kawhi Leonard to win the MVP this year because I think that he's not that hurt. Some people think that he might just be pouty all this year, but I think he's just going to go out there and crush everyone. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Like He's going to be bitter, and he's just going to go out there and crush to prove like Pop wrong. That's
0: now, a good one. So I'm
1: thinking he's going to win, and I'm thinking that their team is going to be really good because like I think they're going to be better than the Raptors were last year. They got Kawhi and uh danny green now so i can't imagine that this team isn't going to be really good he's going to be the best player on the team he's going to have the stats to back it up and and you have to have like some sort of like some sort of swagger type of thing going on so like if he's he'll be like swagged up because he's on this new team and it'll be like a story the whole year and so like he'll get the extra from that too you know
0: yeah i guess that's a good question is how do you think that they pick the mvp every year i mean if you're going to get it right you got to figure out you know how the media makes their choice. Do you have any insight into how this is uh, determined?
1: It's a combination of like a player on a really good team, almost like, right. He has to be on a pretty good, he has to be on one of the top teams. he has got to have really good stats. Sometimes your stats will just be so good that they'll just outweigh everything else. And you can win it that way. Like Russ did. If you just get a triple double and the other guy, the other guy averages half a, half a rebound worse than you, but you just get to win the MVP because of that. So stats are obviously a pretty big thing, especially some sort of groundbreaking stat like that. And then uh, you need like the media to have some sort of storyline with you. You know, That's why that's why LeBron like, doesn't get it, because it's not a storyline that LeBron's going to win the MVP. It's not like a storyline that they can keep writing. Up. Jordan winning the MVP every year is a storyline, so it's got to be someone else.
0: I looked at Kawhi's odds, and I was a little nervous that he would get dinged for just the way that he treated the Spurs last year. And not to mention, he doesn't really grant any interviews to the media who are the people voting on the award yeah that's true that's true
1: that's true by the end of the year i think like you know i I think that i i could see it being a story that quiet is crushing well i I also think Kwai is like really really good so that helps you
0: yeah i guess it's not a really bold prediction to say i think lebron james is going to win the mvp he is the favorite at uh, plus 333 but i think that this move to the lakers if he gets the mvp this year It might end up being not necessarily because he had, you know, a better season than other years where he hasn't gotten the MVP. But it'd be more like Peter Jackson winning Best Director for the third Lord of the Rings movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It was by far not the best Lord of the Rings movie, but he's made the... Movie industry as a whole, so many billions of dollars that it's almost like mm-hmm. a, a lifetime achievement award.
1: It, it seems like the media has been kind of bad rubbing him, you know, and and they're kind of like, well, we should be talking about LeBron more in these conversations. Plus, now he's in the big media, so the obviously big media market, so that will help him.
0: Yeah, he's going to be on TV for a few games this year. Speaking of value bets, before you give us some some good value bets, I just want to point out the guy who's got the best odds. To win the MVP this year, or you know, the longest odds, should I say? Yeah, is Lonzo Ball. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think even just including him on the list is pretty hilarious and just testament to how. Did uh, they
1: put that in there just so Levar could, could place his bet? I think so. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's got to speak it into existence with some with some paper. Who else is putting that money down on that? Yeah, he's four hundred and fifty to Mello? one. You guys remember that app that was only on the iTunes for a little bit? It was called. It was just like a sparkling red ruby that cost a thousand dollars. Oh right. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Genius was, idea. Yeah,
0: it was the the name of the app was just called "I Am Rich." <laughs> yeah. I think you know the, idea. the same people who bought that app are putting MVP Lonzo Ball bets down. You know, just so they can show their friends how
2: stupid they are. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> What do we think about – see, I think LeBron is probably going to win for that very reason. But do we think – what do we think about Embiid at 16-1? to Do you think Simmons eats into him, or do you think Embiid is a media personality enough to be able to get some votes? I don't hate it. All right. Ringing Um, endorsement.
1: No, I mean, I'm I'm actually just kind of thinking about it. Uh, Yeah, no, I don't hate it. He finished pretty high last year, didn't he, already?
2: I don't know, but he – to 16-1, Simmons is – Ben Simmons is 28 to 1, which I actually just kind of like value wise. Because if for some. So when
1: I look at those two, I'm kind of like, I would just rather bet Ben, I think, maybe. Ben Simmons, maybe. Who's more likely to get triple doubles?
2: That's what I was just about to say. I saw yeah.
0: last year Damian Lillard got three times as many MVP votes as Russell Westbrook. Lillard finished fourth in MVP voting, which surprised me. I didn't remember that you picked Kawhi Leonard. I think that's smart in the, uh, in the narrative that they normally give the MVP to a player who's on one of the top four teams in the NBA, often the team with the best record. And so for that reason, I'm going with Kyrie Irving. Mm. And I like him at 16 to one because I think Boston is the favorite to have the best record in the East. And Kyrie Irving is the best player on the boston celtics they can have a narrative of him going out on his own having a if he's healthy for the whole season having a great season you know without lebron james right i like those odds joel Embiid too just any eastern conference player <laughs> yeah. has uh has
2: a lot they, also get, they also
1: get to play against the eastern conference teams more so they get to rack their stats more too right yeah makes you know, them they'll look probably good. have more more highlight real finishes with, against teams who are playing in defense against them
0: Anybody else that you like the the value on Bjorn?
1: Or... Uh, two long shots. Uh, simil- I I took these last year, and I'll I'm gonna take them again this year because they're even better better odds now. Chris Paul and I like Paul George. Chris Paul got hurt. and I, I think he's in that offense. It just it's perfect for him, and he's just gonna get all the stats.
2: Hundred last year he was
1: hurt a lot, so like I think that hurt him, and uh that, that allowed Harden to flourish. It's hard for Paul to win it because of Harden. And right. then, same with Paul George, and the same reason's hard for him because of Russ but like, i I'm going both of them again.
0: I like it, yeah, Chris Paul's a one Paul George hundred and twenty five to one, yeah, very long odds on those one, so. yeah, don't have to put down much to win, yeah, I've wasted twenty bucks and uh with worse decisions,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly
0: okay cool well let's get to the western conference over unders start with the team that everybody's chasing the golden state warriors they won 58 games last year and this year their line is set at sixty-two and a half. what say you bjorn what do you are you going over or under on the champs this
1: year i'm going over because i feel like they're back into their little fu mode everyone's against us we're, we're the best team here and but everyone hates us so i think that they're gonna they're gonna go out there trying to stake it to everyone again this, this year so they're they're gonna go over
0: yeah i like it i said the same thing kd's dedicating this one to all the haters trolls and blog boys out there last year exactly. was, yep. last year was the only year since steve kerr took over that they didn't go over their win total for Vegas, so that's a good line right there. So
1: three. they were coasting last year, kind of. They, last year was kind of like a coast year for them.
2: Oh yeah, I'm I'm over. They're gonna smash people this year. They're out for they're out for blood. Seventy four mm-hmm. and eight this year. I wouldn't put it past them. I don't think so, but you could. I could be talked into seventy. Okay. Well
0: me this, too. I agree. This next team, I think, is a smack in the face. They're they're ten games lower than their actual win total last year. The Rockets won sixty five for a franchise record last year, and their line is set at fifty five this year. Bjorn, I'm a fan of the Rockets. I, I hope you tell me that they're still going to be good this year.
1: Well, sure, I'm going over to pick the second best team still. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going over. I don't. Especially in the regular season, Dan Tony's offense, like, I don't. They're going to win all the games still. I don't understand why they wouldn't. Their two best players can just, like, go in there at all times and just run that offense and just crush people. So, yeah over.
2: Best bet alert. Rock, it's over. Oh, I like it. I should have gone with them. I don't know how much money that would give me, but I uh, I think 55 is really low. I don't know. Even if there's an injury, I still think they have enough to just kind of maintain. Unless it's like a massive injury. A.K. Harden. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't put that past
0: Mike D'Antoni, dude. Play the guy too many minutes, but yeah, I, I think James Harden's new agent. I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, Bjorn, but James Harden uh, fired his agent and hired his mom to be his new agent.
1: I, don't I think... love that. Keep it in the family. No need. To, no need to give ten percent away. Or whatever they make, to someone else. The hell right. with you.
0: I don't know what kind of endorsement deals she's getting him, but I don't think she's going to allow a ten-game drop to happen. Not on her watch. Not on her (laughs) watch. I don't care how much (laughs) ice cream and and alcohol James Harden has consumed this summer. And they still get to play against the Eastern Conference for 30 games. So let's not forget about that. (laughs) Yep. Okay, the next team is going to be a a popular bet. Probably have more bets on this team than any team. That's the L.A. Lakers. Of course, they won 35 games last year. They added uh, Michael Beasley this year, Mm -hmm. and their line is set at 48 and a half.
1: They added Michael Beasley, this. <laughs> and LeBron, and LeBron. I'm going under on mine. I'm locking it up on under here.
0: You're locking it up. And a
1: half? No, not in the West here. I'm not. I'm not thinking that LeBron can just get all his get all these wins in the in the uh, West here. So I'm going lock under forty eight and a half here is, because is that
2: a best bet?
1: This team. It's a bunch of hooligans. <laughs> like, I don't... Is that a best bet? It's like a ragtag bunch.
0: Is that an official best bet, L.A. Lakers? Yeah, yeah,
1: that, that's an official lock it up under...
0: Awesome. Well, this is the first one me and you agree on for best bet. I am also saying Lakers and the under. There's way too much hype on this team. You said it at the uh, at the beginning of part one of our series that Vegas has way more, or I think 19 more wins than they do losses. They're anticipating everybody's going to be betting the overs, and the smart money, guys, is on a Lakers implosion this season. There's going to be drama. They're not winning 50 games. Okay, maybe they'll sneak into the playoffs. Right, they're gonna be more circus than uh, than winners. What do you think, Matt?
2: I would first off like to apologize that we got by Golden State without me saying that Golden State is a best bet for me. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, that's Golden a good one. State Ooh, over. Okay, I just think it's crazy enough to work. Maybe it's not smart, but hey, I never claimed to be. I'm going under. Make it a three for on the Lakers. That's a that's a big under for me, Bob. I wouldn't say I'm enjoying it. It's so easy to drive to Vegas from Los Angeles to place a bet on a team, and I think they're just they know people are gonna gun it up there to hammer the over on the Lakers, regardless. So it's a it's a strong under for me.
1: What do you guys think the Lakers are gonna finish? In? in uh, the rankings, the conference ranking. Seven or eight. This would be, like, they would be a top four, according to their little, this is, top three, I guess. No, top four, right? Yeah, they'd be the fourth best team. S- yeah, like, I'm thinking they, they're they squeaking into the playoffs, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think sixth seed is probably their peak, the best they can hope yeah. for if they win 50 games and get home court advantage for the first round, LeBron James should just have a second career as like a Tony Robbins, like motivational speaker. Cause that's, if
1: they go, if they go over LeBron should, should a hundred percent win the MVP. There should be no, no questions asked. You get, you get over 50, you get 50 wins in the West with that team. Give him all the MVPs. Retroactively, give him the last couple.
0: Winning 50 games while Rajon Rondo is cutting the brakes on Lonzo Ball's Lamborghini (laughs) every time he's at the Lakers practice facility. So that would be good. impressive. Okay, next team up is the San Antonio Spurs, who sent for the first time since 1997 will be playing basketball without one of Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, or Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. They won 47 games last year, and their line is at 44.5. I don't
1: know what to think, to be honest. I went under. Pop can win games. We know that. But they did have a decent dropout last year already with Duncan gone. I don't know what to think because... Do we think Pop just like OD'd on wine and was like, "I'm gonna try and win all the games by shooting two pointers"?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm perplexed, guys. So, wait, did I say I went over? I went under. I went under because yeah, because Pop could he could just the team could be on the on the men's here, right? I don't know what to expect. I want to see if they start drilling. If they bring back the lost R of the two. That's all I want to see. There's
0: definitely going to be a lot more two-pointers this year because last year they shot the fourth-fewest threes in the NBA, and they lost their three best three-point shooters in Kawhi, Manu Ginobili, and Danny Green. Mm -hmm. But despite all that, Uh I I think the Spurs are perpetually underestimated, which is why I'm doing a best bet over. Whoa. It's basically. Really hate it. It's basically just a bet on uh, Popovich and DeRozan. I think, you know, for the past 20 years, the Spurs have probably beat their season total 15 times. I didn't actually research that, but I feel like they have perpetually underestimated, and this is going to be 16 out of 21 years that they're underestimated. I think they win
2: 45
0: games easily, and they definitely win more than the Lakers.
2: Slide over for me. Slide over. Okay. Slide over. I can't under pop. I can't do it. Yeah, it's hard to hardest part,
1: right? Definitely. Yeah. I'm just I'm my bet on the under is that Pop's gone senile. That's my that's why I'm going under.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> he has
0: been handing. I'm, I'm waging
1: the percentage on Pop's senility getting up there, so
0: he's been giving a lot of dough to uh senior citizens in the NBA. The pal Gasols and Rudy Gays. And the next team on the list is Oklahoma City Thunder who won 48 games last year. Their line is set at an even 50. Do we think they are top 50 wins this year?
1: I think they do. I'm going over slightly because wow. I think Roberson back, addition by subtraction with uh, Gun. So we'll say they go over.
0: I agree with you. I picked the over. After Miami, these guys have the second highest payroll in the NBA. I just saw that they... Today, they waived and stretched Kyle Singler, and they're saving like $25 million in luxury tax because That's of that. That's
2: insane. Between Singler and Mellow, they're saving like $125 million this year or something ridiculous. It's a lot. I think this trade where
0: they got rid of
2: Mello and didn't have to buy him out and
0: ended up actually getting a decent player and Dennis Schroeder in return now makes two miracles— Uh, For Sam Presti Oh
2: no, I know where you're going Bob The Paul
0: George trade, of course, the other miracle I'm talking about One more miracle, guys I think he
2: is in line to be a saint Canonization, Bob
1: (laughs) I also feel like, didn't we hear that uh, Paul George had like his He was playing with like some crazy thing Like some huge amounts of fluid In his uh, shoulder, his shooting shoulder Or shooting elbow last year Oh, Did you guys hear, hear about that? So now he doesn't have that, so that's probably that'll probably help him, I assume.
2: He had a water bet in his shoulder?
1: In his elbow, I think. Maybe oh, it was yeah, his yeah. shoulder. I think it was his elbow. Yeah, I
0: was tempted to make these guys my last best bet, but I, I just couldn't do it. I think they're going to be good, though, and and always entertaining to watch. Uh, the next team, I'm kind of afraid for these guys oh, and no. for fans of these guys. Oh, no. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves, guys.
2: Wait, I said under for the Thunder. You said under? Slight slide oh, under. Slight okay. under. So Tell man. Give us your info. I just wanted to be different. What if they
0: get Inez Cantor back?
2: Oh, huge over.
0: Bob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good.
2: Good. Well, the next team I was uh,
0: referring to is the Minnesota Timberwolves, who had a huge jump in wins last year. Right. I think they went from 33 to 47 wins last year. Mm-hmm. And now their line is set at 45, which I'm, I'm nervous about. What are your feelings, Bjorn?
1: I have nothing written next to this one, so I kind of think I said – I'm pretty sure I was sitting there and I couldn't come up with what I was going to do. So I guess I'm going to say under because now I'm hearing that Jimmy Butler is already like, I want to go to Cal, I want to go to L.A. or whatever. Right. So that's going to make me lean under because they could turmoil. There there could be some inner inner working turmoil, even though I don't think Jimmy Butler is kind of like that type of guy. Mm -hmm. Well Jimmy Butler seems like the type of guy Who if anyone else is being a little bitch on the team He's going to let everyone know And I kind of think there are some of those type of people On the t Wolves. I think think there's already turmoil kind of
2: There's about to be turmoil on the podcast Because I'm going over Oh (laughs) Nice And also if they don't win more than 45 games I think they should just blow it up Even though everyone's still young If they don't show some good stuff this year Then I think this team will never be good ever and they should just uh, go back to being a What does terrible.
1: blow it up mean with the T Wolves, though? Does that mean get rid of Carl Anthony Towns? Everyone. Just get rid get of rid them rid all. Of <laughs> Get Williams rid of Get Bidow, rid of them
2: all. Keep Thibodeau and just let him run everybody into the ground.
1: I think Thibodeau might be the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah,
2: probably.
0: If they end up losing Jimmy Butler and not trading him before the trade deadline, Thibodeau will at least be fired as the GM, if not fired altogether. Right. For losing him for for nothing or, you know, losing him in addition to Zach Levine and Chris Dunn and and Laurie Markin. actually was uh, was what they gave up for him. Right. I think, you know, like I was saying with the East, they're going to be a bunch of teams between the 30 to 35 win range. I think in the West, there's going to be a big cluster of teams in the 39, 40 to 44 win range. And I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be right in there, which would give them an under of 45 wins is my yeah, prediction. Yeah, agree with that. It was really close this last year, right? It was like between number three and number nine in the Western Conference were all like one or two games. Well, the very right?
1: last game of the season, it was like a playing game basically, right? Oh, That's yeah, that cool. was
0: so exciting between the, the T-Wolves and the Nuggets who are coming up soon. Um, but next is the utah jazz who won 48 games last year their line is set at 49 some people think these guys are going to be the third best team in the west what do you guys think
1: i'm going under because yeah yeah they're too overhyped in my opinion i think they're regressing down this year i'm not convinced that donovan mitchell's gonna get like he's gonna make a super leap at this point I, i i mean he's pretty good as is obviously but i think he's gonna be turning super crusher next year and i really like I don't, I don't. think Gobert is that good, to be honest. Like he's well, he's really good defensively, but at the same time, it's like he might be obsolete already.
2: Yeah, I'm going under for the That's... same the same reason. I think you and I show the same logic when it comes to this type of stuff. We think they're slightly over, like overrated. We'll we'll just go under with it.
1: It's almost like we're really good friends and we have talked about this for years. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's almost like it's all we've talked about for decades. I guess I'm just an MBA
0: hipster on this one. I'm going with the trendy pick. Of, oh, he's going over of over. I think the Jazz get roughly ten extra wins per year. Just because there's no nightlife in Utah, and their players are always really well-rested.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: I'm going to Utah next month with my wife. She got into a film festival in Provo there. We're going to be flying into, uh, into Salt Lake. Oh, getting so, that
1: sweet, sweet
2: nightlife.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get a glass of warm milk at the bar. Nice. I think their beer has less alcohol than other beers, right? Yeah, if you get it at the grocery store, yeah, it's the half percent stuff. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> okay, two unders and an over for Utah. The next team up on the list is Portland, the Trailblazers, who Vegas says predicting a drop-off. They won 49 games last year for third in the West, and their, their line is 41.5. You guys think they are going over or under that this season?
1: I went under because like you said it's a pretty big drop off so I think people are going to consider that they should be taking the over so I'm going to lean towards the under because I don't really think that they're they're going to have to battle all these other teams and I just I think it's going to be tough for them.
0: I picked the over because by now we should all know that Damian Lillard is taking meticulous notes against anyone who slights him. And he's looking at this. Not on the defensive
1: end, though. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> he's going to be putting up some, some extra shots, though, in the off season to make sure that uh, anyone who picks against him is scorned. So I won't do that to you, SoundCloud rapper.
2: That's an over for me, too, Bob. I don't know. It seems like they're they can get at least 42. Don't
0: underestimate Damian Lillard's spite. Oh, yeah, is that's what true. I'm saying. But yeah, they my, probably my bell will, wrap you. They probably will be in that 39 to 44 win range as well in that in that cluster that I'm predicting. Uh, this next team, speaking of hipster teams, the Denver Nuggets, mm-hmm. last year won 46 games, just just one short of making the playoffs. Their line is set at 47.5 this year.
1: I went over, but I wasn't sure about this one because, like you're saying, it's like, a, it's like the hipster pick here. Seems a little high for them. I could see taking the under on this, but I, I went over. I, I don't really have much of a... I, I, like, I like their team, so I went over, basically.
2: I'm an under only because... Maybe it's just 47. The half is what's throwing me off. I don't know. I kind of wanted to pick over on this, but for some reason I wound up on under.
0: Oh, man. Me and the Denver Nuggets are going to the nearest Arcade Fire concert and just hipping out together (laughs) because this is my last best bet, gentlemen. Over 47.5 wins for the Denver Nuggets. I like it. They're so hot right now. Jokic might even be coming back without man boobs, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. You saw how good he was with man boobs. Imagine Yoke without is amazing. <laughs> Plus, Paul Millsap—he was injured for a good portion of the season. He's—he's he's looking. To oh come yeah, back. I'm a
1: Millsap fan too. Yeah, yeah. No, on... yeah, I definitely. Th- yeah, I'm with the hipster part of this for sure. Uh, I'm gonna have to get myself a little Weezer T-shirt or some shit.
0: <laughs> Plus the Waltons. <laughs> As I saw that the Walmart uh, family, who owns the Denver Nuggets, their like overall family value has gone up some ten, twenty billion dollars this past year. Attaboy. a boy, they're going to be going hard for the playoffs, boys. Yeah, they're going to spare no expense. That's my last best bet. The New Orleans Pelicans are predicted as slightly worse than last year. They won forty-eight last year. Their line is set at forty-five and a half.
1: I went under because, like you're saying, there's gonna be that. There's probably a cluster. They lost Boogie. They well, they didn't have Boogie for like the second half of the season. But did they really get that much better? I'm not sure about that. So that was a tough one for me. So I just went under. was really good, obviously. I'm a big Drew Holiday fan. Sure. But I don't really think they got much better. So I went under.
2: Well, they did get Julius Randle. This team just feels like it's ready to implode at any given moment. So I'm I'm also going under. And Danny Ainge is sitting there on the periphery waiting for them to
0: implode. Ready, yeah. Ready to yeah. bounce. I, I picked of over, course. but guys, this is actually my worst bet. Nice. I didn't know that was a category. Yeah, this, this is the Pelicans' worst bet over. I'm, I got wishful thinking for Anthony Davis' sake. I want him to win. I know he wants to win. It's the only reason I'm picking it. Julius Randall, Alfred Payton, and Jaleel Okafor were yes. their, their big additions. I like Randall. I don't like Payton I like
1: or Okafor.
2: It's a lot of lottery talent there, Bob.
1: Payton I don't like. I'm, not, I'm very good. on What's his name? Okafor. Okafor I saw is no longer a vegan.
2: So. Oh, well, then hammer the over on this. <laughs> we need to get that red meat pumping through his veins. Get the tenacity back.
0: Okay. Well, that you heard it here. Worst bet to bet the over on the Pelicans this season uh coming up next is our hometown team the la clippers who won 42 games last year to my surprise and our their line is set more realistically at 36 and a half what do you guys think the clippers season is going to look like
1: i'm locking under and wondering if they're going to get 20 oh my gosh. <laughs> wow that's a best bet uh, I, don't, I don't understand how this team is going who's their best player is pat beverly and uh
2: tobias harris lou williams
1: yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So it's Boban, Beverly, yeah. Lou Williams, and Tobias Harris are going to win. How many games in the West? I know. I'm going under. Lock, lock up the under. This is probably the best of them all for me.
0: You got you got a lock on the under for both L.A. teams. I like it. I I said under <laughs> as well. Uh, the Clippers, are, and Steve Ballmer in particular, are saying way too loudly that they are not trying to lose this year. Ah, uh, I see. I think Doth protests too much on that one. <laughs> and no, be this am- team
1: definitely looks like they're going to lead the tank brigade. Like, how could they not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it'll Don't be was bomber you can yell and sweat all you want but you're not fooling is
0: <laughs> yeah i think it'd be a miracle for them to beat 36 wins this year i didn't put it as a best bet just because i actually root for the clippers to win but uh one guy i'm not rooting for danilo gallinari oh no why is that Oh, he's just the highest-paid player on the team, and I think he
2: sucks, and he's injured all the time, <laughs> okay, and he disappoints <laughs> me. I'll join the party with an under, which is great, because that means I will be going to a lot of $6 basketball games <laughs> this season, Bob.
0: Well, let me ask. Here's a hypothetical to maybe convince the listeners to, to make it a best bet, like like Bjorn says. Do you think okay. that they would win 37 games if they were in the Eastern Conference?
1: Oh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be close. Yeah. Like, they'd be another one of those teams battling like any one of these other crap teams. Bulls, Magic. I agree. Hawks. How are they how are they any better than any of those teams? You're saying they're gonna get thirty-six in the West? Come on now.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Well at least they're back to what they know, being uh being a terrible <laughs> basketball team. I know we we're getting the Clippers Curse volume two soon enough, Bob. This is gonna be great. <laughs>
0: Okay, just a few more teams left to break down in the Western Conference. There are some some other bad ones. It's actually your hometown team, guys, the Phoenix Suns. I think they have one of the biggest predictions, biggest leaps this year because they won 21 games last year, and their line is set at 29.5 this year. How confident are you guys as Suns fans in that line?
1: I'm going... Over yeah. I, uh, I'm going over because It was 28 last year The team is a lot better this year I think So I'm going over I I don't think they're making the playoffs They'll probably be struggling still Maybe one year away from that You they, don't maybe they think they're making the playoffs? <laughs> but I think the future is officially bright now there's, there's many bleak years as a Suns fan But I think the future is bright now
2: Bjorn, I'm joining you on the over Let's uh, do it Homer picks Yes Let's do this
0: yeah, I'm, I'm going
2: with the under oh. since I wasn't
0: born in Phoenix.
2: <laughs> you lived
0: there, though. <laughs> I'm calling this the Luka curse, guys. Oh, no. oh, I'm not no. going to talk about this too much only every week on the podcast, but you guys should have drafted Luka Doncic, and this is what you're going to get. You're going to get under 29 wins this season. I think you're right that the future is definitely brighter than it was for the first time since Steve Nash left, but not not to the tune of 30 wins is my prediction. Uh,
1: I want to go on record on the podcast and say they should have taken Marvin Bagley. Right,
2: Okay.
0: You know, you guys do have a good argument only because after February first last year they officially went into full tank mode. Right? right. They only won three of their last thirty games. Amazing.
1: You mean you mean when they lost two of the two out of three first games of the season by fifty points they weren't in an official tank mode? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that was an unintentional Earl was, Watson tank was, mode. That was Earl Watson. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you can never rule out the effect that actually trying to win games has on your over-under record. Sure.
1: Booker ain't going to have this much longer. Or he doesn't care anymore because he's got the money. We'll (laughs) we'll find out. Tune in. (laughs) To be continued.
0: Okay, the next team on our on our list is the Dallas Mavericks, an even bigger jump in uh, prediction than Phoenix Suns. That's a 10-and-a-half game jump from 24 wins last year. Their line is set at 34-and-a-half this year. Is this an overreach, or, or do you guys think they can actually win 35 or more games?
1: I'm thinking it's a reach. I took under. So, yeah, I took under because I think their good players are pretty young. The older players are old. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan is not that good. I don't see how they're better than they are last year, really.
0: An 11-game jump is quite dramatic. See, with the with the Suns, you have the Luka Doncic curse right. for not picking him. I think this 11-game jump is the Luka Doncic overreach. It's a little too much hype, a little too much on the young guy's shoulders. 11-game jump, too. Dirk can't even get up to 11 miles per hour on his bicycle these days. So. <laughs>
2: It's uh, it's a little optimistic. Under. Under for me. Same reason. I, I hope Dirk, if this is his last year, he goes out in a fun way, but he's not going to go out in a winning way. Do you think Dirk will have over, under,
0: more jerseys retired in opposing team stadiums than Kobe Bryant in his last season?
2: Uh, he, they need to uh, retire them all. Everybody should be hanging <laughs> that 41 out of respect. Okay
0: okay guys just two teams left this next team i'm i'm pretty excited to watch next season which is is more than i could say for uh for their previous years memphis grizzlies they mm-hmm. only won 22 games last year which i thought was impressively low amount of games nice tank job for the grizz mm-hmm. their line is set at 33 and a half, so that's 11 and a half game jump
1: uh i went over because they have Conley back Ooh, interesting. Right, he didn't play at all last year basically, right? Conley missed so most of the season. So I'm thinking that they didn't they sucked because Conley got hurt and then they basically tanked after that and then they worked Fizdale, which is crap I think. I they shouldn't have fired Fisdale in my opinion. And I think they're gonna they're getting over this because they're better than what their record was last year. And they got Conley so that's what i'm going with
0: yeah i agree they missed marcus Gasol for a significant amount of the season and who knows maybe even chandler parsons will play 15 games or something this year oh
1: yeah they were playing like just ridiculous lineups there at the end i'm pretty sure right i was uh
2: dfs a little bit towards the end of last season and i was riding grizzlies hard you could just ride them for cheap and get a bunch of production Dylan brooks of yeah wayne selden Oh, I played Wayne a handful of times. I also played uh, high on Jermichael Green.
1: Jermichael Green was high as well.
0: (laughs) I think the Grizzlies owner can't really afford to lose this year. He had to buy out some of his co-owners, the minority stake owners. And his actual personal wealth, personal value, whatever they call that, went way down. No, oh, no. The Grizzlies have some of the, you know, one of the smallest markets in the league. So if they're terrible, they're going to have a hard time selling tickets and making money. So I think the owner, that's the reason he fired Fizdale is because he wasn't getting along with Mark
2: Gasol and they just they just needed to win. They couldn't have anything distracting from the team. They better hope they're good because Penny is coaching Memphis basketball, the college team. So, yeah, they have to compete with that. Matt, if I'm looking at the best bets correctly,
0: we're down to the very last team here. Oh, I'm glad you noticed. That's the Sacramento Kings. Oh, I'm glad. Maybe, maybe I'll let Bjorn take a guess at what Matt's best bet is, whether it's over or under 25 and a half wins for the Sacramento Kings.
1: He has the best bet standing on this. I don't know. I went over, so I I hope he went over. I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe he's thinking the same thing as me, that they sucked. It's pretty low, so we'll go over. That's what kind of my feeling is.
2: That's a best bet over. (laughs) You can take that to the bank. Listen, I like Bagley. I like De'Aaron Fox. Harry Giles? Harry Giles, sure. 25 is like the perfect amount for me to go over right i would i probably wouldn't go over if it was 28 and a half but 25 to me seems like a good decent overplay well
0: i i hope you're right if you're putting some cash on that but i'm picking under mm-hmm. just for the sake of sacramento king's comedy I think they're going to be possibly the worst team in the NBA. I I found a couple of fun uh, tidbits about the Kings recently in the news. Ben McLemore, for one, uh, is back with the Kings after being traded to the Grizzlies. He's back. They've got him back. It's now been a year since Mac Lamore asked Kobe for a challenge. You guys remember Kobe was throwing out challenges to players? He said, Isaiah Thomas, I challenge you to make first-team All-NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Greek Freak, I challenge you to win MVP. The weirdest one was, DeMar DeRozan, I challenge you to connect with an old friend.
1: <laughs> Which... <laughs> Anyways, thanks, thanks,
0: Mamba. I think none of these guys actually met their challenges. Maybe DeMar did.
1: Yeah, but, maybe his old friend's pop. Yeah.
0: Ben McLemore asked Kobe, can I get a challenge? It's been a year now. Still no challenge for Ben McLemore. Brickhouse's Uh-oh.
2: challenge to Ben McLemore. Uh-oh. What do we got? What do we got?
0: Become relevant enough to be worthy of a Kobe Bryant challenge. <laughs>
2: That's oh. say I
0: challenge
1: him to make the roster, yeah,
2: so the
0: the Kings have the lowest payroll in the n b a this season, so you know maybe they'll uh, you know throw some cash at some desperate free agent, or uh, team
1: is like everyone's on a rookie contract basically, except like zebo and Sakufis.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think Schumpert might be their second highest paid player,
1: oh, they got Schumpert, oh wow, what a team, what a uh-huh. squad. This, <laughs> is this, a... this team's getting over twenty five let's do this yeah. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs>
0: I I did see they just got rid of a possible felon from their executive staff. Okay. So this was a a news story I just saw today in the Sacramento Bee. Former top executive is suspected of siphoning off $13.5 million from two of the team's top sponsors and using them to purchase beachfront property in Southern California. Okay. The FBI and federal nice. prosecutors are investigating Jeffrey David, who was the chief revenue officer for the Kings, and now is the chief
2: currently the chief revenue officer for the Miami Heat. So what you're saying is he has way more than thirteen point four million if he's already got another job with the team another team.
0: I don't know how much the chief revenue officer gets paid, but he he has enough to think that $13.5 million was going to go unnoticed somehow. Yeah. The investigation started because a King's employee was reviewing computer files and found a suspicious folder labeled TurboTax. You know how you guys hide, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> you hide, like, your porn collection and something that just says, you know, 2015 tax returns or something? I think that's what happened to uh, to Jeffrey David that was not getting past them. Okay, that completes the over-unders. To review, Bjorn's best bets are the Raptors over, Cavs under, Hornets under, and both LA teams under. Yes. Uh, Matt's (laughs) best bets, Hawks over, Kings over. You like the worst teams. That's good. Yeah. And you also like the best teams with the Warriors over, Rockets over, and seemingly the Hornets (laughs) over. That's a wild card. Hammer it. I picked the Bucks over, Pistons over, Lakers under, Spurs over, and Arcade Fire, the Denver Nuggets over. So there you have it. Nine months from now, see how we did. Oh, yeah. You know, if I failed, I won't, uh, I won't bring it up again. <laughs> Yo, mama is so fat! Bjorn, on every episode, we do a segment called Diss of the Week. That's where we go over the the best disses around the NBA from the week, from Twitter, Instagram, NBA, Reddit. Because you're the guest, we're going to let you pick the winner of this week's Diss of the Week. Are you ready to play?
1: Oh, I'm ready. This is right in my alley. Okay,
0: here we go. (laughs) Uh, First, we got a couple disses from Inez Cantor. We can lump these together as one. You told a reporter this week. East and West, look at the East. East is like AAU teams, and the West is like
2: the league. <laughs> <laughs>
1: S- Who's he dissing there himself in the
2: East? Yeah, slamming his own conference. Slamming the Easter conference.
0: He also dissed the, the Milwaukee Bucks when he says, you don't sign with the Milwaukee Bucks unless they give you good, good money. <laughs> Guess he's not going there. okay? Unless so he gets good, good money. That's our first candidate. Uh, Walt Fraser. next up. He had some words about KD this week. He said, For him joining the Warriors, I still don't give him the full credit he probably deserves that if he stayed with OKC, there will be an asterisk besides his name on the all-time list for me. Shade from the, <laughs> Clyde, from the former great. That just seems like bitter. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think all these old Bay guys, Clyde.
0: yeah, they, you know, they're so mad that Kevin Durant gets more from uh, six hours on the set of a commercial shoot than they did for their entire careers. Next up, we uh, mentioned the Ball Boys a little bit earlier, but their Lithuanian coach had some words about them this past week. He said, quote, The Ball Boys were nowhere near the level of the LKL, let alone the NBA, which the league obviously understands seeing the draft outcome. And most disappointing fact was they had no inner
2: drive to become better. Ooh, that's like a cold hard reality burn. <laughs> I've seen yeah, all that's the a, family. This is a
1: personal dig. We look, not really a joke per se. So so far, Enos has got the at least he's at least he's bringing the jokes instead of just straight personal attacks <laughs> on people. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe you'll consider Lavar's retort, which apparently, according to the <laughs> Lithuanian coach was he started destroying the club, not paying out prize money to the winners of the Big Baller Brand Tournament, and in addition, he withdrew his financial support from the team and took back shooting machines oh. that were presented to Vitatis as as gifts.
1: Wow. He took back
0: the gifts. Is that what he's saying Lavar did? That's what he said LeVar did, right.
1: Yeah, these are like the story added on this is right here. They're telling stories about people. <laughs>
0: Okay, this this last entry is not a new diss, but it never gets old. I don't know if you're aware that Dan Gilbert after the decision in 2010, mm-hmm. he, he's the owner of Fathead, you know, the uh yep. the, the posters that go up on the wall. He lowered the price of LeBron's Fathead from $99.99 to $17.41 mm-hmm. because that's the year 1741 that Benedict Arnold was born.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is an obvious winner. Unless there's more, but...
0: No, that's it. That's it. I thought it was just... I mean,
1: Dan Gilbert's hate... Well, I I think it's a mutual hate. So, uh, the mutual hate of Dan Gilbert and LeBron James, that's like the... That's Biggie Tupac of, like, (laughs) our era. Even more so. I guess I have to... uh, The Enos Kanter one was good because it was just like a joke. It was a playful joke, and he, like, ripped himself because he's in the conference. But the Benedict Arnold tie-in there, that's something like next level, just you're going for it. So I'm going Dan Gilbert gets it. <laughs> okay. Troll of the week, Dan Gilbert.
0: <laughs> Extreme petty award, Dan Gilbert. He wins yeah, that every exactly.
1: time. There you go. Every time he's up for it.
0: On the next episode of Brick House. So thanks so much to Bjorn Peterson for coming on the show, sharing his gambling insights and knowledge with us. Really appreciate you spending the time with us, man.
1: Of course, anytime. Welcome to come back whenever. You're
0: welcome back whenever. You can follow Bjorn on Twitter at Bjorn all day.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Great follow. Hey, he's always talking gambling, sports, and entertainment. He likes the Brick house Pod tweets. We like that about him too. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> they always get the retweets from me.
0: If you get banned from the Orleans Casino for betting on the WNBA, tweet at Bjorn. You guys will have something to talk about.
1: They Should still we- let me in there. I just simply can't bet in W <laughs> Well,
0: that's very generous
2: of them. Yeah,
1: Of course. I can still play blackjack and whatnot.
0: Something to strive for, <laughs> being completely disinvited from their entire premises. So next week, we're going to be doing some some team previews or some more off-season entertainment. We're going to do them a little differently this year. New format, but still a lot of fun for the listeners out there. So tune in for that, and we'll talk to you all next week on the next episode of Brick BrickHouse. <laughs>